We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bright sunny Saturday, not a cloud in the sky. That will change overnight, as you heard a moment ago. With Mark Fry, we'll certainly keep you up to date on the weather. But here we settle in smack dab in the middle of January. But, you know, I will say this that you get to the end of January, and then February is a short month. It's not not a leap year. And then March, all the state tournaments. Next thing you know, we're we're counting down to opening day for the Twins. So uh, we hope we get good news on that front. And a little bit later on in the program, uh, we will talk MLB. As a matter of fact, uh, under 30 minutes from now, Phil Miller, who covers the Twins for the Star Tribune, will join us. Uh, The players, the owners, haven't got together on a new collective bargaining agreement, but there is some optimism that they will get together and that we will uh, ultimately get spring training underway on time and the regular season will start on time. So we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. Twins have a lot to do. Uh, Pitching, pitching, pitching. Pretty comfortable now that Byron Buxton is signed, sealed, and delivered and should go into the 22 season that healthy, that uh, the Twins' everyday lineup should be fine. But they need pitching. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on in the hour. An hour from now, we'll go outdoors with Steve Carney here on a Saturday and get an update on the ice fishing around the state. Right now, we're going to talk HVAC. How's that furnace working right now? And uh, joining us to talk about that, Eric Oslison, Metro Manager for KNS Heating. Uh, Eric, good to visit with you. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the time. Now, we've talked uh, with Brian Keene, General Manager, a number of times. Uh, Brian, not available, and he said, well, do you want to talk to Eric? And I said, sure. And here you are. And uh, <laughs> Thanks that. for taking time out. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Eric, uh, smack dab in the middle of January. Uh, our furnaces have been uh, working pretty hard as of late. We we had a major cold spell, and uh, those furnaces are running a ton. I'm sure you guys have been busy. Absolutely, they have been working hard and uh, trying to keep up on, on all the needs that everybody in the Twin Cities here has. Yeah, and furnaces... There, there aren't a lot of things a homeowner can do uh, to maintain or repair a furnace. Once again, uh, we recommend getting a professional in to do that work. But there is one major thing homeowners can do to help keep that furnace running uh, well 
throughout the heating season, and that is change of filters. We talk with Brian about it all the time, and we're going to bring it up with you. Uh, filters, filters, filters. It's a big deal, isn't it? It is. It's the it's the first line of defense from uh, you know keeping those particulates out of the moving components of that unit. So very important and important for the rest of your home as well. Yeah, and, and the key is the the right filter. Anybody goes into yeah. a home improvement store or a hardware store, there's a lot of choices. Number one, you got to get the right size. I have the the bigger, wider filter, uh, and, and I have a pretty old furnace in my house. Got to be 15 plus years. I've been here for 15. It was relatively new when I moved in, but uh, I I definitely have the the bigger, wider filter. But what about people that have the narrower one-inch filters, what do you recommend? What should they be running in their furnace? Typically, I recommend that when you're in those home improvement stores is that you're looking for something that has a really good airflow. And sometimes for those one-inch filters, the most expensive filter that fits in that compartment is not always the best. It can actually limit some airflow. So we actually recommend with going one of a, a more inexpensive route. Okay, cheap sounds bad, but inexpensive because it will allow for that air to pass through. And that air needs to be passed through at a particular speed or velocity through your furnace in order to get the proper heat rise and, and heat your home. That's obviously important, but then that'll help maintain that unit so that you don't have um, the strain on the metals in that unit that would make that unit maybe maybe not last as long as it could um, if you were if you're putting the right size filter. So yeah, definitely airflow being very very important with those one inch filters. So good clean air, not only for the furnace but for your home. On those one inch filters, yep. how often should you swap them out? We recommend once a month. On wow. those one-inch filters. All right, so get in there and get it done once a month. With with the with the wider filter that I have in my furnace, um, can you go a little bit longer? Yeah, a lot of those filters, and I'm not sure which one you have, but a lot of the ones that um, are are being installed in homes right now uh, can go up to a year even. Because what you do is you you add a large amount of surface area. Okay, so for a lot of those four or five inch filters, you're essentially getting four to five, sometimes even more times the uh, the surface area at which that air can pass through, and also you know while it's passing through, take out those particulates, uh, allergens, and things like that in the home. So you have a lot more of a, a life out of that unit. Um, if you have kids, dogs, cats. Um, that, that, that's probably a factor in all of this for sure. It is. Yeah. And of course, you know, every home is different and, um, you know, every, every filter is, is slightly different as well. But, you know, once you have that filter that you know is going to work inside your furnace, um, you can pull that out, you know, maybe after the six month mark, the seven month mark, and it'll tell you on the filter what it's, uh, what it is allowed to do as far as how long it can be in there. And I would always recommend if you have any pets or, you know, teenage boys in my house where yeah. you're getting a little bit more dirt and debris in the house sometimes. And, you know, you want to check that out and just once you see some, some visual signs of, um, you know, whether it be pet hair, um, you know, some dander, even just random dust throughout the house, um, you want, might want to think about changing that. All right. 
Uh, Eric Hauschen joining us, Metro Manager for k Seating, serving the Twin Cities and Rochester. And he's on through the weather break at the bottom of the hour. And if you have an, a heating question uh, for Eric, now is the time. Uh, we invite you to text 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Now, there's an obvious. If the furnace isn't running and the house is getting cold, you need a service call if it won't start. But, Eric, are there any other noticeable warning signs that your furnace may be in trouble and it may be ailing? Uh, unusual noises? What else stands out in your mind? You know, often uh, noises um, can, can definitely be a factor. There can be a lot of times where uh, something isn't aligned right and you want to, you know, you want to get a professional out there. Um, there's also, you know, things to look at is, you know, your comfort level in the home as well. If you have your furnace on a, um, you know, on a set temperature or if you have it on a pattern um, and if it's not keeping up, um, you know, where you say, hmm, you know, that, that furnace is not, uh, not doing what it used to a few weeks ago, a few months ago, last year, that could be a telltale sign as well that you want to get it maintained. Yeah. And is it too late? If you neglected to do it in the fall, and that's what's recommended before the heating season, get preventative maintenance done, get it checked out, get a carbon monoxide check done, all of those sorts of things. Um, is, it, is it too late to have someone come out, even though the furnace has been running up until now, uh, have someone come out and take a look? We are doing a lot of maintenances right now, and that is not a bad idea at all. Um, you know, it's before um, next year's heating season, so you'll be ahead of the curve. That's okay. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Um, also, another one that, that's come up over the years when we've had Brian on the air from KNS, Brian Keene, is when is the time? As I pointed out, we moved into this house. It'll be 16 years this summer that we moved into this house. And if I remember... One of the things that was relatively new at the time was the heating and central air unit. So we were like, oh, great, we're moving into a house. They had put some new windows in. The roof was relatively new. Uh, and the HVAC was relatively new. Well, time flies. Here we are 16 years later. The roof is 16 years older. The windows are 16 years older. And more importantly at this moment in time, the HVAC. Now, we've had regular maintenance done and things seem to be running fine, is there a point where even though it's running, you should consider getting a, getting a new one? Yeah, there's a lot of different um, reasons that I would tell customers to, to look at getting a new system. Age is one of them. Um, yep. Efficiency is a big one as well, because I don't know what you have in your home, but, I mean, they're making furnaces right now that are 99% efficient which means that for every dollar that you're putting into giving your home heat, you're getting 99 cents uh, worth of heat right now. Now, for, for an older home, even if it's 15 years old, even you know there are some homes that are even 5 or 10 years old with that unit being in there um, where they have uh, you know, maybe a less uh, efficient furnace in there, that could be a good uh, way to kind of swing that. You know, if you say, okay, I have a furnace, it's working, but it's around that age, you know, anywhere from, 16 to 20 years is kind of the time that we start telling people to maybe start shopping around a little bit. We hope that those systems are going to last for 20 to 30 years. You're doing a great job at maintaining it every year. But, um, 
you know, definitely get uh, one of the pros that can come out and, you know, look at that house can kind of tell you if it doesn't stay right in your furnace, you know, what is your efficiency? Um, how old is that unit? And can make some recommendations. I would never want to, uh, you know, make the decision for a homeowner. That's your home. But we can at least kind of guide you in the right direction and give you some, some things to think about uh, while your furnace still is working. And joining us, Eric Aslison, uh, Metro Manager for KNS Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electric, serving the Twin Cities and Rochester. Quick break, we'll come back, and we'll have time. If you have a question, we invite you to send a text, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226, here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Talking HVAC with Eric Oslison uh, from KNS. He's the Metro Area Manager. Brian Keen's joined us in the past. Eric uh, sitting in for Brian on the program today. And uh, we will go to the text line. And we want to remind you we have time if you have a question for Eric about uh, your furnace, uh, home heating. By all means, call 651-461-9226. Here's a good one. I have an old wall furnace, 12 by 12 from floor to ceiling. Uh, someone said those are illegal now. I, I guess I I kind of remember those. Uh, you see them from time to time in cabins. I, I, I doubt they're installed much anymore. Agreed. They're not as much. Um, to, to the legalities of it, I'm not sure without looking at it, but I know that there are a lot of other units out there that are much more efficient, and are going to provide more comfort and I think would be a, you know, hopefully a safer bet for, for heating that area or that home um, that we could definitely, um, you know, once we're there and looking at that, we can dive in and, and talk about that a little bit more. Um, Eric, uh, typically in this neck of the woods, most people are on natural gas and it's forced air heat. That, I would assume, is probably the lion's share of the market, but there are boilers and uh, there are is electric, and then some people who live out in the country have to use LP. Correct. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of great options for LP for conversion. There's, um, like you said, the majority of it though is going to be that natural gas, um, at least here in the metro. And um, there's a lot of places that actually use multiple types of fuel within the same house as well, and multiple different types of heating sources. Yeah, I've always heard that electric isn't as efficient. Is that still true today, Eric? It is. Yeah, that is true. The The way that electric heat works is that you're essentially limiting the flow of electricity to to essentially create heat. And so by limiting that, you have to put a lot of electricity in, whereas you have a, a natural gas burn creating that heat uh, much more efficient. And at this point um, <laughs> in our in our timeline here, uh, much more inexpensive to to operate as well. Um, another one that comes up all the time: summer, winter, doesn't matter. Should folks be running that furnace fan all the time? That is a really good question. I like that for my comfort in my home. However, there are some older furnaces that are out there that use a type of of blower drive that is that electric blower that's much more inefficient to operate. Most of the furnaces, like yours, uh, may be one of those new uh, ECM or variable speed blower motors, and 
those run on a different mechanism. So they're much more efficient to run and run all the time, and they can run at different velocities. So I know that a lot of people don't enjoy hearing that noise of the the air passing over their louvers in their home for, for the forced air furnaces all the time. But with a lot of these newer furnaces that we're installing, um, most of the time they're not even getting up to that full speed that those fans can run. So they're running more on a, on a medium low or medium high um, heat and air velocity. So you get a lot more comfort in the home. And then for those that are sensitive to that noise, uh, that can be dissipated as well. Another one from our text line. Uh, does a good HVAC system, a good new one, replace the need for a radon mitigation system? No, okay. it does not. Uh, radon mitigation is, is completely separate. Um, what that um, typically does, we can go more into detail if that if that um, person wants to give us a call, but um, that radon is, is being emitted from the ground and that comes in. Um, the only way to, to really eliminate that is to eliminate that air and that um, you know, those particulates from the home. So that's a totally different exhaust system coming out of your home. Uh, if you do have an air-to-air exchanger, that can help, but it's um, pretty minimal. You definitely want to get that tested uh, just to make sure that you have safe levels. And if you don't have safe levels, the radon mitigation is something that can be performed really relatively easy and, and, and quickly as well. Yeah, and completely separate from the HVAC. Another big one, when it's cold and you're running that furnace a lot, managing humidity because when that furnace is running all the time, it can get bone dry in the house and be miserable, static electricity, uh, dry skin, all of those sorts of things. But finding that right balance uh, so you're you're not doing damage to the home by pumping too much humidity in there, and I I'm sure that's something you help homeowners with. Absolutely, and you can actually you can go um, a little too much. The the modern whole home humidifiers are they have safety features in mind, so you won't go to that point where you would potentially grow mold or or have any sort of um, you know humidity uh, growth in the attic or something like that. Um, but that's something that those newer units have as a safety feature. Um, biggest thing that I tell homeowners is that, you know, do what's right for your home. If you're walking around the house and you're feeling that static charge and you're either, you know, if, you, if you're touching your cat and you get a little shock and they think that you have superpowers, it's probably <laughs> time to get a, a whole home humidifier in place. Um, one thing that I do caution, as we were mentioning earlier about, um, you know, kind of the, uh, the filtration system, is that a lot of those individual room humidifiers that that people will buy and i'll admit i have one as well for when i have some sick kids or something like that they're good to have temporarily but they don't take the place of a whole home humidifier because those units can sometimes uh, clog up your air filter cause you to either you know hopefully buy more air filters because you're keeping up on that air filtration but uh, we wouldn't want to see that system get you know clogged up by using one of those humidifiers that uh, that is not meant for the entirety of the home. So something to consider if you guys do use, use those in the home, um, might be time to, you know, kind of make that upgrade and uh, do that whole home humidification, and that will eliminate a lot of your issues in the house as well. And keep, keep dust to a minimum. That helps uh, with that process as well. And are the whole homes the one that kind of bolt onto the side of the furnace and have their own pad and water feed, et cetera? Correct. Very automatic. 
they typically are pulling water from, you know, from your water heater, and it goes in there and it works without you really even knowing about it. Um, very little adjusting to do, and they'll keep you comfortable, um, and then you just maintain it maybe once or twice a year where you change out, like you said, that, that water pad um, about uh, once a year typically. Yeah, and are those typical with new installs? If you put in a new furnace and air conditioning unit, is is that typically part of an install when you do it? I would say it's about 50-50 right now. It's always up to the homeowner. I always recommend it, uh, especially with, with allergies, with a lot of, um, if you have wood floors, if you have any sort of uh, instruments in the home that utilize wood, it's a really good idea to have that in there. And uh, like I was saying with the dust, it does help to uh, eliminate that dust and um, and keep you, keep your skin feeling nice in the home as well. Well, uh, Eric, good to visit with you. We, we had a number of texts that we weren't able to get to, but thanks so much for the time, and hopefully we can visit Thank with you. Uh, you or Brian again down the road. We'll be here for you. Thank you. All right, there he is. Eric Oslison, uh, Metro Manager for KNS Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical, serving the Twin Cities and Rochester. And, of course, you hear Chad Hartman talk about the folks at KNS on a regular basis. Uh, thanks so much for the time. Thanks so much for all the texts here on the program. Quick break. We'll have an update on the weather, and then we'll come back and get started on a sports Saturday. Phil Miller covers the Twins and MLB for the Star Tribune. Uh, are there signs that the players and owners are going to get together and the lockout will end and we'll be able to count down to pitchers and catchers reporting at spring training uh, down in Florida and Arizona? We'll get uh, Phil's thoughts and all of that. In a moment, here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. A great tradition for a long, long time has been the hot stove in the winter months as we prepare for another major league season. While there is a lockout, so there isn't player movement or free agent signings or trades to talk about, we'll heat up the hot stove anyway and talk some MLB with Phil Miller from the Star Tribune. Phil, how have you been? Uh, kind of bored, uh, Steve. Uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's not much of an off-season to uh, write about. Yeah, we we had uh, some signings before the lockout, including Byron Buxton. Twins fans relieved that Byron Buxton is uh, signed to a a big, new, long-term deal. So there is a bit of good news. Twins still have plenty of work to do before uh, the 22 season gets started. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But there was optimism that players and owners would get together. There was an AP report uh, that they they would get together. What do we know at this moment? Have players and owners talked? Are we making any progress? They talked on Thursday, Stephen. Uh, uh, I certainly don't see uh, how it's much to be optimistic about. I uh, admittedly, I have a pessimistic outlook, but I don't see spring training starting on time. And uh, pretty, I would guess that we're not going to see the season starting on time. There, there's still a couple months to uh, work that out, but they're still arguing over what um, you know, uh, Major League Baseball made uh, some proposals uh, of a few changes to uh, their ideas on uh, kind of the fringe of some of the major issues, but they did not address and uh, it's pretty clear that they really aren't interested in talking about adjusting um, the requirement to reach free agency for players, which is one of the largest issues uh, for players. And um, 
in particular, you know, it currently takes six years of experience to get uh, to free agency and where you can shop yourself to all 30 teams. Um, baseball uh, doesn't want to change that, and there might be interested in preventing, finding a way to prevent teams from kind of manipulating that service time by uh, making it impossible for players to get um, one full year uh, as uh, rookies, that uh, it, it delays your free agency by yet another year. Um, but uh, they're, if they're not going to talk about that, I don't think the players uh, are going to uh, be very interested in any other uh, proposals. So uh, I, I think we're they're clearly waiting it out to put leverage, to put pressure on the players uh, uh, who don't want to uh, lose salaries uh, by uh, – uh, starting the season late, but you know, brinksmanship uh, has its risks too, and I think that's where we are. And, and what's so interesting about this, with with metrics and analytics and all of those sorts of things, uh, we all know that there, there is that middle class of veteran players. The superstars get paid either way. The, the, the superstars get their money. It's it's that group of older players pushing thirty years old. And I, at my age, saying 30 years old is old is, is crazy in itself. But nevertheless, as they approach 30 years old, their, their odds of getting big paydays go down unless you are that superstar. So the idea is, is to get younger players paid sooner and free agency. There's arbitration. There's a minimum salary. It is all about money and getting uh, money to the players younger. As front offices have begun getting have, have gotten so much smarter about what goes on on the field uh, with all the shifting and uh, analytics uh, that's uh, used now, they're also very getting smart about uh, off the field what players make the most sense, what who should be paid the most, who who are the most valuable players, and increasingly it's younger players, and uh, you know it, so players don't make a lot of money, relatively speaking, uh, in their early years. So you're right. There's this class of players, and some of them, they won't ever be superstars. Um, and so some of them, uh, one problem that the union has is that they represent the superstars, but also this middle class of uh, players and lower class who feel like they are not sharing in uh, the increased revenue around the game uh, you know the twins this year used 57 players a franchise uh record 30 of them were making uh the minimum salary or just barely above it it's those players that feel like um if they are able to hang around for six years in large part they are their six best years and teams are no longer willing to pay for past performance and so they'll never cash in the way only a handful of uh of the very top superstars do so that's kind of the uh the balancing act that the union has to um wage with uh balancing the interests of the stars with the uh, lesser stars and trying to uh trying to get the owners to pay a little more to the to the lower class of players yeah, and, and phyllis couldn't come at a worse time we're, we're we're still in the grips of COVID 19 there's certainly those issues it's been a difficult time for the game. Uh, players have lost a lot. Owners have lost a lot. 
of course, uh, the, the shortened season in 2020, there was 2021. There's been erosion in interest in the game, and now this. I mean, the timing is terrible. It really is. Uh, it's you know, and I think you know, baseball was booming uh, two or three years ago uh, uh, economically with uh, new ballparks around the uh, around the game, and uh, um, they were able to get new baseball, no, uh, new uh, television contracts for the postseason uh, games. Talking about expanding the playoffs, and you're right, uh, they went through a season with zero fans, and then went through a season with uh, lower attendance. You know, the real bad timing of this is the game itself needs adjusting. The game itself has become too full of walk strikeouts and home runs and not enough action. And that, while that might have normally been a focus of uh, talks between the two, it's all going to be about the economics of the game now. And I uh, I really worry that smart uh, consideration of how to fix the game on the field is going to be pushed to the, the to the wayside or if it's discussed at all um, only after all these uh, economic uh, issues are settled and in uh, kind of given short shrift so you're right uh, it couldn't come as a worse time for the game and the uh, the dispute uh, is just going to I, I just don't see any way that it doesn't spill over into the regular season all right Phil uh, good to visit with you thanks so much for the time and uh, hopefully we can visit again soon, and there is some good news on that front. I'd sure like to be in Florida the next time we talk. But yeah, hopefully. yeah, that would be Thanks. great. All right, Phil Miller covers the Twins and the Major Leagues for the Star Tribune. So they met, but it sounds like they're still very far apart. By the way, uh, CenturyLink will no longer be the name of the Twins training site. They're looking for a new sponsor down there. Uh, for now, it'll be the Lee County Sports Complex. Uh, but Twins President Dave St. Peter was quoted in a story by Phil in the Star Tribune that said uh, uh, they are working on it and there is interest. And, of course, Jim Cott's number will re- be retired. Uh, Kitty heading into the Hall of Fame this summer along with Tony Oliva. 14 minutes now in front of 4 o'clock. We'll come back. High school hoops. Josh Peltier, head coach at Eastridge. They had a big win over Moundsview in a suburban East Conference tilt. We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Daniel Carlson from 47. Raiders lead the Bengals in Cincinnati. 3-0 first quarter. Uh, the NFL playoffs are underway, and uh, the Vikings out. Former Viking kicker Daniel Carlson with the first points of the playoffs. How about that? All right, let's talk a little high school boys basketball. And Josh Peltier, head coach at Eastridge, good enough to join us. Big win over Moundsview last night. Josh, good to visit with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it didn't look good at the half, but uh, your guys rallied and pulled out a uh, big, big victory. Yeah, I really proud of our guys. Uh, Mounds, a really good team, well coached. That uh, you know, gets they play a style that's difficult to go against. And uh, our guys responded at halftime and came out and really led with our defense in the second half, led by you know Kendall Blue and, and other guys that were really um, doing great things for us. And our defense led to our offense and able to come out with a good conference victory last night. Well, it's got to be a great feeling going into practice or a game knowing you have Kendall Blue as a leader. Oh, he's he's a fantastic leader, even better kid 
Um, but yeah, no, he leads our group and, um, we got a pretty tight knit group that all, um, really care about each other, trust each other. And, uh, I think it shows on the court with just how well they play together and really, a really selfless group. What makes Kendall so unique? Well, he's an elite passer. I mean, I, I think he, you don't find passers like him at the high school level. Um, he's six, six, so he sees the floor extremely, extremely well. Um, and he can just make an impact on the game in so many ways with his passing his scoring, his shooting, his defense, his rebounding. He's averaging uh, a double-double right now, um, you know, in 20 points, uh, just over 10 rebounds. And just he's impacting the game in so many ways that not only helps our team succeed, but he also helps others around him, um, you know, have, have, have great success as well. And it's got to be exciting for you and for Raptors fans to know that he's staying pretty close to home. Absolutely. You know, I, I think he – he made a great choice of finding a good fit with a good staff that really believed in him uh, and Coach Tower and, and his staff over there that can put him in a system that can have a lot of success. And, yeah, it, it'll be fun to watch him. I can't wait to, to become even more of a fan of his uh, and, and go down to St. Paul and watch him play um, with the good class they have coming in next year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, at St. Thomas, John Tower and the job he he has done over there, it's tremendous. They've made the step up to Division One and, there, there's so many good players that, that I can't help but think. And, of course, Ben Johnson over at the U has done a good job and has local kids coming in and is really going to recruit. But with, with St. Thomas in Minnesota, I think going forward you're going to see that great talent really get featured in coming years and, and players like Blue. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's no surprise to anyone that's followed high school basketball in right. Minnesota for the last you know, 20, 30 years that there is a great amount of talent. And it's even, I think, improved over the last 10 or 15 years. And um, having only one school that we've had for so long, um, it's, you know, there's been a lot of kids that have gone out, you know, around the country and had great success and represented Minnesota so well. But, it, you know, I think it's another opportunity for our, our community to have you know, another Division One team where some of our kids maybe can stay home and have great success and really, you know, spearhead uh, that transition for St. Thomas to Division One. Yeah, and you had a key guy out of the lineup that went over Moundsview last night, and that that's part of it. Everybody's going through it. There's, there's illness, there's injury. That is part of the game, but you've been able to persevere without your second leading scorer, Alex Mattis. Yeah, you know, Alex, uh, you know, a late um, scratch from last night's game, and uh, hopefully we can get him back this week. But, yeah, i uh really proud of our, our seniors last night stepped up. Dane Mueller, Carson Cook really led the way for us, and, you know, take, taking on a bigger role as well as, you know, we've got a lot of young guys that stepped in too. We played, you know, three sophomores a good amount of the game last night that, you know, just valuable experience to get here in the middle of January that hopefully will get us best, you know, get us ready to be our best in March. Eastridge head coach Josh Peltier joining us. A couple of minutes left. Uh, good league. And there's still a long way to go. Here we are, middle of January. There's still a lot of hoops to be played before section time in March. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our league, I think, very surprising some people as well throughout the state and uh, just good, really well-coached teams that, you know, play a really good style that makes us uh, make sure we bring it every night. Um, you know, we, we love to play in, in the league, but also, you know, we try to schedule outside the league to have some of the best teams where we can, once again, get us prepared to hopefully make a run in March. And there's a lot of good teams in Minnesota, and really it's going to come down to who's playing their best Um you know, come March 1st or whenever section play starts, that can make their run. But um, we're hoping that's us, and we're just going to keep preparing to, to you know, be our best and get better every day and excited for this group to see where they go. 
No, you got a great facility. The campus is just spectacular. Uh, your your gym is one of my favorites in the in the metro area. It, it's just tremendous, and, and the fan support from from that community is outstanding. It really is. We're, we're fortunate out here. Um, you know, I never let myself lose track of that. That we have some great resources. Our our fan support is great. Our our youth program is really strong, and it's so fun coming to high school games and seeing our you know third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth graders out there you know, supporting our guys and hopefully them envisioning themselves being a part of our program and playing in those big games on, on Tuesdays and Fridays going forward. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really fortunate. And, um, you know, I, I tell our kids not to take that for granted either. Um, you know, we, we got to keep working. And, you know, I think we put a product out that makes our community pretty proud. Our kids work extremely hard. Um, they play together and they're really selfless. And um, it, it helps having all that support and, um, just kind of getting the whole community behind us. All right, Josh, good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Thanks for having me. All right, there he is, Eastridge head coach Josh Peltier. The Raptor is 9-2, and two, ranked number 5 in the latest 4A poll. It's Park Center, Shakopee, Wyzetta, Lakeville North, and then Eastridge, Hopkins, Eastview, Minnetonka, Osseo, and Buffalo round out the top Ten. We'll continue to talk high school sports throughout the afternoon. Coming up at about 4.20, Emily Kirch, head coach at Rogers Girls Hockey. They're having a good year. And Ken Hamry out at St. Michael Albertville. Uh, girls basketball, they're having uh, quite a season out there at STMA. Uh, around the corner, we'll go outdoors following the news at 4 with Steve Carney right here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.